through the Word of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God, and when we love God and obey His commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey His commandments. And since His commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world, but the one who believes in Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. Not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies. The Spirit is Jesus, the Word of the Lord.
not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You do not choose me, but I chose you, and I appoint you to go and bear fruit, fruit at the last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. The Gospel of the Lord.
you just coffee, you might have walked or driven, but you left your homes and you gathered here. From everywhere, Comfort, Acton, Littleton, Arlington, Bedford, Maynard, Carlisle, Chelmsford, Lincoln, West Concord, from all these different directions, you came. That moment when you were still at home is actually the beginning of our liturgy. When you make the decision to make your way to this place, to gather together, you are bearing witness to our identity as the church. I stand outside there most Sundays not only to greet you as you enter, but as I watch you come from all different directions and then up the stairs, that's the beginning of our worship together. The body of Christ recreated and embodied every week. So our worship began today not when Becky said that opening collect, but as you made your way here to assemble together as the body of Christ. We don't really go to church. We are the church. Many people get confused about this, about the church. They think it is a spectator event, like a baseball game, or entertainment, like the theater or the symphony. Now, we do have beautiful music and very intentional prayers and ritual and beauty and drama, but nothing can actually happen in here without all of us here together. While a play could be a stinker and no one buys a ticket, they can still do the play on the stage. Or a sporting event in a really rainy day and nobody shows up, they still play the baseball game. It can happen without an audience. But there is no church without all of us. We are the church. Each member of the body of Christ has a part in what happens here. The liturgy, which begins when you wake up and start heading this way, is impossible without the assembly of all of us together. And a subtle point, and when we are here, you're not the audience. Who's the audience? It's a trick question. God. God is the audience. Our Eucharist, our thanksgiving to God, our singing, our prayers, these are corporate acts, something that we do in community to God. In a few minutes, when we baptize Carter, it will be all of us who will welcome him into the body of Christ. And we will all promise to support him and his family as they live among us as part of this gathering body. So how do we describe what this body is? This family that each of us belongs to. Scripture tells us that we are children of God. And we boldly pray each week, Our Father, we address God as Father in prayer, as Jesus invites us to do. And we are indeed beloved children of God and sisters and brothers in Christ with one another through our baptism. This is a profound and mysterious relationship which we celebrate and frankly sometimes we struggle with, like all familial relationships. 
We are the church, brothers and sisters in Christ, together as one body, one family. In today's gospel reading, however, Jesus uses different language to describe his hopes for the disciples and for us. He calls the disciples his friends. He calls us friends and reminds us that we are to be friends with one another. Friendship. A relationship of choice, of mutuality. Friends are people with whom we have fun and share meals and talk about our struggles and tell jokes. Friends are people we love. Maybe even people we sacrifice a great deal for. Now, family members can be friends too, of course. But often, the richest friendships are the unexpected ones. Because if a friend grows up in a different family, they don't have all the family baggage that we have, right? They know we have a different perspective. They know a different way, a different way of being. So those unexpected friendships. Perhaps you recognize a friend in the making when you are humming the same song as you wait in line at Crosby's. Or maybe you swap out your usual week to do altar guild and work with someone you may know. But in those quiet moments of preparing the altar for worship, some seeds of friendship can bloom. Yesterday, lots of friends were here, and new friendships were made. Who was here yesterday? Some of you are going to know already what I'm talking about. There were 65 of us, give or take, all ages from our Trinity family, working side by side out there on the porch and in the parish hall. And we made 13 beds for local children who up until yesterday had no bed of their own to get a good night's sleep. It was a spirit-filled time. And I saw Buck, who is proudly 90 years old, and Giselle, who is proudly 8 years old, becoming friends as they assembled and painted a bed together. I saw Ron and Linda teaming up with a young helper so he could learn how to use power tools. There was a lot of fun yesterday. There were dads and moms and kids and sisters and brothers laughing and working hard, simply enjoying one another's company as friends. I realized that there's something about a project that encourages that mutuality that we sometimes lack at home or in the workplace or even on the sports field. At the end of the afternoon, two-year-old Catherine arrived, picked up a paintbrush, a grown-up paintbrush, and painted a bed with just as much skill and determination and joy as everybody else. So she was completely included in something. There was a bountiful and delicious lunch, which was lovingly prepared and served by friends, and conversations around the lunch table were perhaps the beginning of new friendships. 
baptismal promises that people say today to make those promises for yourselves. I pray that this group of seven young people will deepen their friendships with one another as they read and pray and serve together over the next few months. I met with parents, and I pray that they will find new friendships as they love their children in faith, navigate the challenges of raising adolescents in this complicated world. And I pray that parents will deepen their own relationships with God. At the end of the day, I visited a friend who's dying. We shared communion. And we talked about who Jesus will have with him as he greets her. What friends will have their arms open wide alongside his to welcome her in eternal love into the communion of saints? I call you friends. Jesus says to each one of us. Jesus invites us to look at each other and see a friend, and to love that friend as he loves us, with joy, grace, truth, and curiosity. My friends, we don't go to church. We are the church. As we gather here, we are his body. The meal we share is how we feed and nurture and strengthen our individual bodies and Christ's body, all of us together. Leander Harding, an Episcopal priest and seminary professor, says it better than I can say it. It's a bit of a long quote, but listen, because it's so spot on. He writes, our society is a society in which there is great loneliness, and many people live very isolated lives. The experience of a body of people united in community and engaged in a common act that gives their lives meaning and value is for many an almost unknown experience. But this is exactly what the Eucharist is. So it is most important that we understand who we are meant to be as we offer the Holy Sacrifice in, with, and through Christ. And that we allow that knowledge to transform our lives together, inside and outside the church. We come together not as a passive audience, but as a people called by Christ to a new society, a new brotherhood and sisterhood, and I would add, friends of Jesus, friends with one another, called to have the leading role in God's drama, to communicate God's redeeming love to one another and to the world. You are the church. You come from east and west, from north and south, to eat at the table of our Lord. We have the banquet here, a foretaste of God's heavenly kingdom. We have living waters of baptism. We have a new friend, a new brother in Christ, Carter Joseph, any minute. We have fellowship in the Holy Spirit, 
that giver of life and love that animated our work yesterday. It matters. It matters that you're here, that we are here together. It matters that we open our eyes, our hearts, our hands to those in need. It matters that we invite and encourage one another to come together here in this place, in real time, to offer ourselves as living sacrifices of praise and prayer to the God of creation. I call you friends, Jesus says, so that you may love one another. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, may it be so. Son of 
fellowship in the breaking of bread and in the fairs? Will you persevere in resisting evil and whenever you fall into sin, repent and return to the Lord? Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? I will, God so. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? I will, God so. Will you strive for justice and for peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, God so. Let us now pray for this person who is to receive the sacraments of the earth. Deliver him, O Lord, from the way of sin and death. Lord, hear our prayer. Open his heart to your grace and truth. Lord, hear our prayer. Fill him with your holy and life-giving spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Keep him in the faith and communion of your holy church. Lord, hear our prayer. Teach him to love others in the power of the spirit. Lord, hear our prayer. Set him into the world and witness to your love. Lord, hear our prayer. Bring him to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, hear our prayer. Grant, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory. To those who reign now and forever. Amen. Well, the Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We thank you, Almighty God, for the gift of water. Over it, the Holy Spirit moved in the beginning of creation. Through it, you led the children of Israel out of their bondage in Egypt into the land of promise. In it, your son Jesus received the baptism of John and was anointed by the Holy Spirit as the Messiah, the Christ to lead us through the death and resurrection from the bondage of sin into everlasting life. We thank you, Father, for the water of baptism. In it we are buried with Christ in his death. By it we share in his resurrection. Through it we are reborn by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in joyful obedience to your Son, we bring into his fellowship those who come to him in faith, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now, sanctify this water, we pray you by the power of your Holy Spirit, that those who are cleansed here from sin and born again may continue forever in the living life of Jesus Christ our Savior. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, we all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Carter Joseph, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father Joseph, you are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever.
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon this your servant the forgiveness of sin and to raise him to new life of grace. Sustain him, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give him an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Amen. Please join me. Let us welcome the newly baptized. We receive you into the household of God. Confess the faith of Christ crucified. Proclaim his resurrection and share with us in his eternal priesthood. All right, brothers, we take a walk so we can all Please welcome Carter in the arms of his dad. Thank you. 
morning. I'm Kathy Eichelberg, and on behalf of the Common Women's Chorus, I want to invite you to attend our spring concert next Saturday, May 12th at 4 o'clock here at Trinity. The chorus will present Amy Beach and her contemporaries, featuring Beach's The Rose of Avon Town with 14-piece chamber orchestra and works by early 20th century composers Mabel Daniels, Cecilia Chaminade, Mary Lou Jane, Ethel Smart, and Rebecca Clark, a treasure trove of some of the best but least known choral works written by women. It would be a pleasure to have you join us. I will be at Coffee Hour to introduce you and find out a little bit more about the concert. Thank you so much. Thank you. I commend the insert in your bulletin to you for further announcements. Also, please see regularly visit our website to see what's happening. There will be a youth group from 1130 to 1230 today. It's directly downstairs in the youth group room. All six to 12 graders are welcome to come to that. And there will be healing prayer during the beginning of the meeting following right over here in this friendship for all who would like to take prayer tonight. Walk in love as Christ loves us and gave himself for us and offering and sacrifice to God.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you fed your friends on the hillside. Bless this food that we bring this day, that it may feed the hungry in our cities and towns, and may none of our hearts be at peace at our own table until all of your children are fed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. But chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb who was sacrificed for us and has taken away the sin of the world. By his death, he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again, he has won for us everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you. Joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and 
with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, here we will say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out in the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, the honor and glory, now and forever. In the name of this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts that those with whom you go may share with us in the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body because we all share one bread, one cup. The God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting Make you perfect in every good work to do God's will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in God's sight, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day, and remain with you always. Amen. 